Okay, uh, tech guy Adam Oldfield is uh, standing by. Just before we get to Adam, we wanted to just uh, mention uh, what's going on with uh, Stranger Things because apparently uh, the Red Room is uh, confusing uh, fans of uh, Stranger Things. A uh, viewer apparently uh, had no idea what Jonathan uh, was doing in the uh, dark room. And it made, uh, well... The entire internet feel uh, decidedly old because somebody has to, like, what is going on here? He goes into this so-called dark room and he's uh, trying to develop photos. Or, uh, and uh, it was a Jackie, the uh, younger viewers of Stranger Things had no concept of uh, developing uh, pictures or photos. Yeah, it was on this Reddit thread and people were asking about it too. And, like, and it was so interesting to see. I mean, I've personally never seen one in use, but I know what it is, which means that it's people even younger than me, which is... I don't know. That's funny to me. Well, yeah, it's weird because, you know, I can remember watching certain, uh, I don't know, movies and uh, crime shows, I think, sort of like in the 70s and 80s where uh, they, they go in, like uh, they took photos of the murder scene and the detective wanted to see them. And uh, they were busy, like, uh, with these pictures and baths of water. And then uh, it's almost like a clothesline where they would hang them up to dry and then... Uh, Detective whoever would come in and take the photo. I, oh, there's the clue we've been looking for right there. And I almost think that TV shows and movies liked shooting those kind of scenes, too, because it's like that cool uh, red light kind of thing that they got going on. And it's just like an interesting scene to watch. Yeah. Which is half the reason I think Stranger Things did it. All right. Here's, uh, as I mentioned, tech guy Adam Oldfield, who joins us uh, now. Adam, does this just make your head explode when you hear about the people that didn't realize at one time uh, you actually had to develop photos? <laughs> No, it doesn't blow my mind. It's funny because uh, I used to have that in college. In fact, I think my bedroom was a red room, and I just kind of hung my laundry up, as Jackie said. So, I mean, I kind of looked at it and went, oh, my God, this brings back college memories. This is amazing. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a developing room. Yes, I know. It, it, so old school. I mean, uh, looking at where technology is taking us, we used to have to do so many things manually. All right, let's move from old school to, uh, well, uh, current day. And uh, this is uh, this is pretty mind-blowing. Scientists, what they've been able to do with uh, contact lenses. Tell us about that. Well, the ability to zoom, this has been something that's been worked on for a while. I mean, the University of California is announcing they've created the ability to use an electrical charge by movements, kinetic energy, so to speak. Uh, you know, the human body creates electricity. We're, we're like a bunch of batteries walking, uh, walking the planet. And so with that, they discovered uh, creating in a, uh, a contact lens that does a zooming feature. So uh, Apple actually just filed a patent last week in regards to eye movement, facial movements, very similar to this, that they're using eyes uh, the way you look left, you blink twice. In this case, this contact lens allows you to zoom up, and, and it really is kind of amazing, and I think there's a bit of a why would you want that other than for secret uh, James Bond movies coming up. Um, where would this be handy? I think it's, I think it's great. Great. For medical reasons, uh, a doctor could blink twice, instantly zoom in, and uh, military wanting to get a bit of a peripheral, and, and for Adam Oldfield when he needs to thread a needle. That's what I was thinking, <laughs> with the zoom factor would be so amazing. Because I know you're doing a lot of sewing and a lot of tailoring in your off time, Adam. Yeah. I, I was <laughs> thinking, uh, actually, uh, Jeff MacArthur would love this uh, as he gets on and on in age here, uh, for restaurant menus. That would yeah. be fantastic. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it needs a light feature with an LED element that gives that kind of lit up fair, yes. But you would be able to zoom in. It would still be dark, though, Jeff, just so you know. So, yeah, I'm tired of asking the waiter or the waitress if they could hold the menu and take four steps back, please. Then I can finally read what's going on. But uh, I don't know. Is this uh, maybe fraught with some problems? Because I'm thinking, Adam, we all blink, uh, you know, involuntarily uh, throughout the uh, day. And if you're behind the wheel of a car and all of a sudden I blink a couple of times, am I zooming in on stuff and my aspect ratio is all off? It could be. It could be very much so, especially in the beginning stages. But I, I think the feature that they're going to be really emphasizing is the speed of the blink. <laughs> so when we're talking about blinking, some people blink quickly. And, you know, depending at, at how we, uh, uh, you know, if you get something in your eye, that's when it's going to get really bad because it's going to be <laughs> zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out. It's going to drive you nuts. Yeah, and not only have I got something in my eye, eye, I've got a massive headache now as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I was surprised to find out, uh, because discussing the story today amongst us, that there's actually, uh, when we talk about advancements in contact lenses, there's also transition contact lenses, much like uh, the sunglasses or glasses themselves? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know UV rays are always uh, a problem when it comes to uh, protecting our eyes in the ozone and otherwise. But yeah, contact lenses have the ability to, to have that ability to tra- or to go darker, giving you that protection uh, and obviously dimming and not taking so much bright light in. I mean, that advancement's been around for just over a year now, but this fa- the, the features of where we can see uh, uh, the elements of contact lenses. And, and again, in my opinion, it's still in its infancy. I, I mean, I can't touch my eyeball. I tried contact lenses. I'll just stick to glasses for now. Maybe I'm old school. But, yeah, the ability to have it as uh, uh, kind of tinting, having that, that feature of, of dimming. And there's even bifocal contact lenses. So they don't zoom in, but you can look down, and they'll still be able to give you a little bit of an amplification or zoomification of what you're reading. That menu may still be able to be fixed, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> that, that is just wild, some of this technology and the ability to zoom in with contact lenses. Uh, speaking of old school, it reminds me of the $6 million man. Remember him yeah. with the bionic eye? Absolutely. Yes, the, the, that was amazing. In fact, I think the bionic man is so real today when we talk about technology and medical devices and what we're seeing with bionic arms and everything else. I, I don't think it's going to be too much far in the future that we as humans will be able to be uh, uh, at least 20% bionic, whether it's an eye, an arm, a leg. Uh, our, our strength will be increased, so it's not too far ahead in the future. As long as we get the sound effect. If I zoom in, i got to hear the no, 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 no. Uh, Adam, I also wanted to talk to you this afternoon about the Tesla, who has announced that they're going to start airing uh, YouTube and Netflix content on the screens in their cars. Tell us about that. Well, I mean, wait now. I think they're trying to continue the excitement and all the new features that Tesla brings to the table. And yeah, they're going to be, uh, of course, in parked mode. Right now, Tesla is claiming that very shortly you'll be able to sign into your YouTube and your Netflix. And why you would want that is not while you're driving, but while you're charging. I mean, remember these vehicles, if you're driving long distances, you get about 450 kilometers, uh, you need to go to a charging station, and, and if it's a high-speed charging, you're going to be there for 15, 20 minutes to get a full charge. You're going to, what are you doing? Are you getting something to eat? This is a feature uh, Elon Musk feels is going to be able to enhance or, or create that sort of time killer. But the other fact of the matter is they've been launching video games. I don't know if you know that, Jeff, but he's been launching a video game once a month that you can get on your Tesla, um, and you know, what I always found was interesting is to occupy time while you're waiting, so to speak. And it, it blew my mind that they still don't offer the Atari 2600 yet uh, <laughs> or, or the ColecoVision Donkey Kong. So they don't have cool games, but they do have entertaining features coming to the Tesla. What's wrong with Wells Charging 
get out of the car. Just stretch your legs. Do some exercise for 20 yeah. minutes. You're just being silly now, Jeff. I yeah. mean, honestly, that's like physical movement. I, who, what's going on right now? What are we trying to promote? What is this? I don't know. Live streaming of YouTube and Netflix movies on your vehicle screen. I'm going to file that under what possibly could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> when it's fully autonomous, I think that's the feature that is going to be a key with Tesla to say, we were the first to stream Netflix and, and YouTube, and now with fully autonomous, you can watch your binge watching of Stranger Things uh, and trying to figure out what a Red Room is once you get your Tesla up and running. <laughs> Love it. Adam Oldfield with us this afternoon. Adam, appreciate it as always. Thanks, Jeff. Have a great week.